Hey guys, welcome back to Dish It With Des. This week we will be talking about the latest Vanderpump Rules episode, Mistress in Distress. But before we get into that, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our new podcast. Uh, we really enjoy making it and I really hope you guys enjoy listening to it. So if you do, you got to let us know. Uh, make sure you subscribe or follow us on whatever platform uh, you're listening on. And don't forget to hit that like button um, if you like everything that we're saying. And you know what? If you don't enjoy it, just go ahead and hit the dislike button because that's cool too. <laughs> and everybody is entitled to their opinion. That's just what we give here on Dish It With Des are our opinions. All right. So I am Desiree and you can hear that Steve is here with me. Hear me am. All right, so let's get into this episode. Yes. So, like we said, it is called Mistress in Distress. Mm, and we'll get into why it's called that. Oh, yeah. So, first off, it gets started. Uh, everybody's getting back from the trip, from Sheena's wedding. Um, the one scene that really stuck out to me was when Katie and Schwartz um, were trading off the dogs. I don't know if they were trading them off or he was just giving them no, to her. They share custody of the dogs. Oh. <laughs> and this is so awkward because obviously what went down in Mexico was like Katie found out that Schwartz and Raquel had this makeout and she wants nothing to do with him at this point. So like Schwartz was being Schwartz trying to like tell her about the restaurant and like that it's clusterfuck. And she's like, that sounds awful. Bye. And like just leaves. And I just thought that was funny. I'm not a big Katie fan, but like in this moment, I loved her and I thought it was funny because she just was like not engaging, not amused. So yeah, that's the situation there. They're still sharing. Remember, we kind of talked about this in a previous one where I was like, I feel like you just have to cut ties, like sharing custody of a dog. Like if it's a child, that's one thing. Yeah. But I feel like in a breakup, like animals, it sucks so bad. But like somebody has to be the one to be like, you know what? Like they can stay with you. I would not be like continuing to have to see an ex over an animal. Right. And uh, I would keep the animal. I would just be like, you're screwed. Like, if I was the one who was attached, like, oh, well. And like, <laughs> so Tom thinks he still thinks that like he did nothing wrong. And. He, I guess he decides to call Sandoval, and it's funny because Sandoval is actually in the middle of filming a confessional for the yeah. episode, and his phone's ringing. And they're like, we can take a break, you yeah. can answer it, and he's like telling him how Katie like was pretty much in and out. Um, and I I understand like why she's upset. Like there, That conversation was kind of ongoing in this episode. It got brought up again later on and stuff, right. and like, you know... I was advocating in the beginning for Schwartz and Raquel. I love this. And now that we know that that was never going to be a thing, I do have a lot of empathy for Katie because I felt like she kind of got caught in the crossfire of this. Like it was one thing if there was a possibility that Schwartz and Raquel were going to maybe be something because at this point in their lives, they're both single. But now that we know that she was actually hooking up with Sandoval, it makes it even more of a shitty situation that they allowed Katie to get this hurt by something that was never going to turn into anything. Yeah. Um. And, you know, she does state that it was like a mutual agreement between them she that they weren't going times. to hook up with anybody in the friend group. So, you know, it, it was fine when we thought maybe there was a thing going on. But, like, I do get where she's coming from if this was some sort of little pact that they made so that they didn't get more hurt in the situation. Like, it is kind of shitty. And especially since we know that Sandoval was pressuring him to make out with her and there was no rhyme or reason for right. it. Wasn't just, like he was just pushing his buddy, you know, to like go out and like live a single yeah. life. No, there was, there was you know definitely what I mean? another reason behind yeah. it. Yeah, shitty. So after that, the boys are at Schwartz and Sandy's. And by that the boys, heated I here. mean Tom and Tom. Yeah, yeah, so I thought it was funny because, you know, they're, they're sitting there trying to figure out when they're going to open. And well, Brett, Brett seems like he has his shit together. I mean, this is going to be like what the GM of the restaurant, right? So he's like, he comes back at them like in this moment. And I liked him for it. Yeah. Because he was standing up for like what they did. So just explain like what happened while they were gone. So when he comes over, he sits and like wants to talk with them about trying to get this restaurant open. Um, and the that he, he's basically like, yeah, so I'll, let me tell you what happened while you were gone. Um, 
Well, we fired the kitchen manager. Didn't they fire the chef too? Like they said, well, the chef just wasn't able to like. It was the same person. I think the okay. kitchen manager was like. Yeah, their they head said he chef. just wasn't up to par. Like he just no. was not executing the way that they needed it done. And in that, with that, the whole the staff, whole kitchen staff, is everybody gone. left. Um, and and Tom Sandoval is like bugging, and he's like, if we don't get this open, like we are going to lose all of this. Now, all of this. He said in this episode that they're a million dollars in yes. right now. So like uh-huh. that is what is on the table yeah. that they can lose. And I feel like this was an interesting episode with this moment. And then like later on, we're going to talk about when they go to Lisa's house. But like even later on, Schwartz is kind of calling Sandoval out for not putting in the effort. Oh, yeah. So I Sandoval's like, well, Sandoval just keeps saying, we need to get this open. We need, to, we need to get this open. And it's like, I feel like he hasn't been doing anything to do it. And he's just complaining about it. But that's, that is but typical that is Sandoval. Him. Like, play, like acting like he's doing all this stuff. He's really not doing anything and playing martyr. That's yeah. not out of character for him. And I feel like Schwartz is going to have a goddamn mental breakdown. It feels like it's, <laughs> because this is a thing too. You got to understand, like, Schwartz doesn't come from anything at all. Like his family is not like a family with money. Right. Okay. Um, so I feel like his mindset is a little bit different than Sandoval's. Like Sandoval's family obviously is better off financially because his mom invested into this business for them. So oh. yeah, she invested like her retirement oh, into shit. this. <laughs> so I feel like that's where the the train of thought is like kind of at a separation with them because Sandoval is a little bit flashier and obviously goes hard when it comes to spending money. So for him to just keep spending money to make something look absolutely perfect, it's that's him. But with Schwartz, I think he's a little bit more frugal. He's not as flashy. And it makes sense with their backgrounds why Schwartz is probably bugging so hard about like the amount of money that is at stake here because he doesn't come from money. Right. So he's probably very uncomfortable with the amount of money that's been put into this and not knowing if it's going to be a return. I also do think that Schwartz, I read this somewhere or maybe he said it on the show a while, like a long, long time ago that he actually helps his family out financially. Oh. I think he said, I think he's from Florida. I think he sends money back home. He has a triplet younger brothers. And I, I think that he helps his family out. Well, that's so, a stand up thing to do. Yeah. So I feel like for him, it's a little bit different because it's not just him. I think that he has this sense of obligation to help his family where Sandoval's in a different position. His family's obviously a little bit better off financially where they're able to help him. Right. So I, I do think that that's where the disconnect with when it comes to money and priorities comes from. Yeah. So this conversation, I mean, it did end on a good note. Like they all were laughing they and all joking. Like put their hands, they had like this handshake, the, the hand thing they do at yeah. the end. And they did do that. Like they all laughed after they had this freak out. But I did like to see Brett come back at him, like then like do something about it, you know, like get in here and work. And that's the thing that I don't understand either is like, they're even saying that the bar menu is not complete. And it's like Sandoval, all he does is talk about how he's the best bartender ever. Like when Ariana wanted a cocktail book, he wanted to be a part of it. And she was like, I want it to be my thing. So like. Good for her. <laughs> get back there and sling drinks, bro. You yeah. know what you're doing now? Open it up and, and start doing it. Well, they were talking about opening it up with potato chips and like French fries. And like, yeah, okay. And so you know what? Maybe start with appetizers. To. Start yeah. with five really good appetizers and just get the doors open and have some really good drinks since that's your thing. Get the drink menu. People are going to be coming there for the drinks, and some then places let's get like the barely food even later serve on. food. True, you know what I mean. Like some people, some restaurants are known to be more of like a lounge. There's not really food there, right? They're known for their cocktails. So do it, Sandoval, since you're the cocktail genius. Yeah. So um, after this one, Katie uh, was going over to Sandoval and Ariana's house. Um, oh, this so was so awkward. It was. Oh, I hated this, and the. You know, with these moments with Ariana, sometimes it's it's a hard thing for me to digest. It is because like the way that things are said, and yeah. I, I don't know, it's just so she wanted it's uncomfortable. to. She was bringing over some like uh, ingredients for sandwiches and stuff, right? And they were gonna like make some sandwiches, which I love. And it seems like they have their shit together. Like they seem further along in their business venture than the Toms do. Oh yeah, I, they're definitely gonna have their sandwich shop open yeah. before 
The bar. And did you notice that <laughs> Sandoval like kind of says that like he's a little bit envious of Ariana and Katie because yeah. of the restaurant situation. He, he said it's a much smaller that. restaurant. There's not so much like going on. Like it's not you know this is gonna be a sandwich shop, so you don't need like bar and servers and all this stuff. And he's like I'm not. He doesn't want to say he's jealous. It seems like he's jealous. Let's just be real. It seems he seems jealous, but he changes that narrative and says that he's just envious of like how simple their business is and how cheap their rent is or whatever like yeah but like you could have had that too but you needed all this stuff you needed all these things like in your restaurant to make it a vibe like you could have kept it simple you chose not to right you focus so much on all these details but you didn't focus on the food and drinks which is mainly why people are coming nobody cares about like your like plants hanging from the ceiling you know what i mean and nobody cares about like your velvet like couch Get the food together, you know, like, like, yeah, the vibe is cool. Like, and that's important to me. I like a good ambiance, but like you can't have a good ambiance and nothing else. You can't have like your doors not open because you don't have food and drinks. Yeah. Like I've been in the restaurant industry for Yeah. You have a lot of experience with this. And like, you're not going to open up a restaurant and not have a menu. Based off what couches you wanted to pick out. Like like, that's not It's not going to be a restaurant designed off of aesthetic. Like, oh, we want it to look like this. And then, like, last minute, oh, yeah, you know what? We should probably have some food and <laughs> drinks, too, right. huh? That's, that's just, to me, it they're would backwards. Be, it would be menu, then it would be, um, like, plates, silverware, cups, like, that type of thing. Like, what what vibe do I want the stuff to be served in? Right. Like you and should, then the restaurant aesthetics. You should have a menu or a basic idea before you right. even like, have pe- a yeah, building. Yeah, people are like, okay, I want to open up a Mexican restaurant. That's yeah. like what they know from the start. Like we haven't even really heard like what is Schwartz and Sandy's like food going to be? What is the vibe going to be? Like is it going to be American food? Is it going to be French food? Is it going to be well, like upscale bar food? We have no idea. Now that there's no chef, nobody knows. You know what I mean though? Like if people are like, oh, I want to open chips. up a restaurant. Okay, I want to open up an Italian restaurant. And then you decide like what you're going to make it look like, right? Like you know at least what type of cuisine you're going to be serving, I would think. You would think. <laughs> So anyway, let's get into this, dig into this conversation between Sandoval, Ariana, and Katie. Um, the makeout comes up. Of course Yet again. Does. And Sandoval is trying to justify, which makes all the sense in the world, because of course he wants to deflect off of mm-hmm. himself. It's the same thing he kept saying. He yeah, like there's saying, nothing wrong with it. These are two single yeah. people just living their lives. And, and Katie calls her a whore and Ariana sticks up for her. And so does Tom. Yeah, Ariana's like, well, she's not a whore because she's not getting paid for services. And Katie <laughs> says, well, she should be if that's what she's going to like be doing. Maybe she should be getting paid because she's good at that. And I don't disagree. Listen, if it was me, I'd probably be calling her a whore too, especially with what we know now. But it's hard to see Katie, or not Katie, Ariana stick up for her because she continuously is sticking up for Raquel. Yeah. And it's just tough. And Sandoval, anytime Raquel is brought up, he has this devious look to him. It's reminding me of the old Jax Taylor days when, like, Stasi would confront him about like hooking up with Kristen and he would get this evil look to him like pompous like he's not doing anything wrong yeah, like you know it's a very it. similar evil almost like the Joker like a little smirk almost yes like a devious smile you know what I mean I see and I, we saw it later on we'll get into that when they're um at the restaurant Ooh, with Lisa yeah. and Raquel the same look on his face between this scene and that scene. Like I'm noticing. And then again, later on the same look between Katie and him at the end, the same, every time with these interactions, he has this same devious look to him. And I noticed, and I just said previously, I've been wanting to see a lot of Sandoval to, to kind of pick apart the vibes. And we haven't seen him much in the past couple episodes. He's been really laying low. He was very, Sandoval was very much the forefront Right. Of this episode, yeah, and there was a lot to see. Now and I noticed he lot. had the the um the lightning bolt necklace on. I think it was at Schwartz and Sandy's, wasn't it? With with Brett, I think Ooh, he had it on. I didn't notice there. That. Yeah, he did not have it on in this moment no. with Katie and Ariana. I was looking. He for had it. it on um later on when they're at Sir 
when they're talking to Raquel and Lisa, he has it on. That's there. the exact next scene that we're going to get yep. into. I didn't see Raquel <laughs> with it, though. I was looking at it. I haven't seen her with it on. Well, she was working. So I'm thinking so maybe she wasn't wearing it. If she wearing. did have it on, it, it was probably been, under yeah, her shirt. Yeah, maybe it was tucked. Um, but this was a very awkward conversation that happened. I mean, the whole episode had a lot of very awkward it was, moments I would. It. I don't want to call awkward uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Especially with the background information. Well, and also... So, all right, so well, let's let me play out the scene yeah, for you. So, go like for Sandoval it. and Schwartz, they're hanging out at Sir. Um, I don't know if they're meeting Lisa or she was there, and they just kind of sit. Yeah, down. I couldn't tell. It looked like couldn't really. Tell. It looked like they were surprised to see her. But they are hanging out, talking to Lisa, and then it gets weird because Raquel comes up and is ready to take their order. So. Lisa's but asking her also, about their, the kiss with Schwartz. She like and sits down. She does. Between the well, toms. They made her. Yes. But before that, you know, Schwartzy gives her the old high five. Yes. And he's being super awkward. Yeah, he's so awkward. And then, like, she's being super standoffish. And Sandoval's like, no, come on, come on, sit, sit, sit. And they, yeah. She this sits scene in between was very them. telling. And it was, yeah, oh, yeah, it was super weird. Well, just because Schwartz, like, obviously knows he crossed the boundary with Katie. And now I feel like he realizes that. And you can see him being standoffish and trying to, like, distance himself from the situation because it's caused him a lot of drama. And right. Sandoval is just welcoming that drama right in. It's very, very telling. So Lisa's kind of confused about the whole situation. Well, she's asking situation. about, like, what happened and whatever. And then, I mean... Sandoval just Sandoval says just it, right? Says he just it. says, like, Katie called her a whore. And she yeah. you can tell she gets teary-eyed. She's upset. Um, and she explains to Lisa, like, she's like, I, I didn't realize making out would, like, make you a whore, you know? like. And, I mean, it, it doesn't. Well, there's a thing called a make-out whore. That's why that terminology was invented, I feel, because people used to say whore and you automatically assume like these people are sleeping together. But like that's why I think people came up with this term make out whore because it makes it clear that you're not doing anything more than that. And some people like and Schwartz is known for being a little bit of a make out whore. Like he's yeah. he's cheated on Katie several times where like it has just been make outs. But right. like she's, he's known for being that she has mentioned that he has stuck his tongue in places it shouldn't have been multiple times yes <laughs> so Raquel's visibly upset um and she like when she gets up and walks away the energy with Sandoval was so eerie he, because like, stood he up looks and walked to so the side. yes and he looks so upset and like devastated like but it's also just it seems so um eerie the way he's acting like I it, it's like, almost like it's leading up to something yes it and, feels I mean, a little is, set up, this scene. I guess. I mean, you know, Andy said it's not nothing They're set saying up it's and... not, but this scene to me felt planted. Right. I don't know. It seemed like it didn't really fit in with anything else in this episode. Like, why were the Toms just at Sir? Like, it was weird. I don't know. And yeah. this scene felt planted, and I think it was planted in order to let Raquel know that Katie said this about her. Right. And also to show this dynamic between the Toms and Raquel. And this is where we see the shift. Mm -hmm. the, this is this episode is where you completely see it. And when we get into a scene at the end, it is foreshadowing. So like this was very like Raquel and Schwartz heavy for a while. Mm -hmm. And now you're this was the episode that I clearly felt the shift in the air where you can see Schwartz is very standoffish now and it's getting very Sandoval centered. I definitely see that. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's move forward. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be going to, I think they were at Lala's house. Yeah. Lala's birthday. And they're talking about. Well, they're, they're yeah, they're like talking about her birthday. And like it was Lala's because she made a little charcuterie and oh, yeah, they were all happy right. about it. That was actually a really nice looking charcuterie yeah. that they had. Yeah. So it's, it's um Allie's there too, right? Yeah. It so, was weird. Like she was kind of like the one that you wouldn't expect well, to be there. I feel like because this little group, Katie, Lala, Christina, hate Raquel so much right now. So I feel like they're being very welcoming to Allie because it's probably like they want that right. ally on their side. And that kind of all started at the wedding. Yeah, because they, they like, left the Hibachi. James and Allie went to yep. dinner with them. And then they were in their room, too, when they found out about the makeout. 
And I feel like there's a little bit of an alliance right now between Katie and James. The exact word I was thinking yes, of. Yes, <laughs> and it's, you know what? And I like it. I'm going to, like, put this out there, even though I'm, I don't love Katie. Um, I hope I actually, like, get to like Katie. That was something, before I get into this alliance thing that I think is going on, we've only ever seen Katie with shorts, right? Like, when this show came on. It was Katie and Schwartz were together. Kristen and Sandoval were together and Jax and Stassi. And that's kind of how the show started. Yeah. We've never seen Katie. Like, you know, we've like seen Stassi Katie. now not with Jax. We've seen Kristen not with Sandoval. We've never seen Katie and Schwartz not together. And I feel like they did have a little bit of a toxic relationship. So I'm wondering, and I'm actually hoping that maybe I will begin to like her. Maybe we will see a different side to her. Now that yeah. and and now that they're like not really friends after this situation, I would like to see her come into her own, not being associated with Schwartz. Right. So getting into that, I do think that there's a little bit of a, a partnership now between James and Katie. And a few seasons back, when he was with Raquel and him and Lala were really close, and he was drinking a lot and he was kind of unhinged. There was that time where he showed up with Lala. I remember like they were being so douchey and they were like, "See, none of you are working on your summer bodies," and they were kind of directing it towards Katie. Oh, at the yeah. time, so there was a there was a quite a long time ne- back then where Katie and James absolutely hated each other. Yeah, he went in on her. What was that after Pride when he was? I forget, calling, but he, he was her calling fat, like, her in the back so of the ugly lot. and like all you know. And yeah. he was he was not very nice to her back then. I think it was after a Pride. Yeah, parade. it was several times. Yeah, it was, it was for sure several times. So I actually don't hate. Seeing Katie and James having more of a friendship. Um, and I don't I don't dislike it. And I, I feel like they kind of are going through the same thing right now. And it's okay. Like, it's probably good for them to have a friendship where they can talk about the Raquel and Schwartz thing. And, you know. Kind of give each other a little bit of a comfort. Yeah. And also, like, leading up to what we know is going to happen. You know, I think that James and Katie really step up they're stepping up and rallying around Ariana also because of what just happened to them. Yeah. You know, they're they're very empathetic probably because they experienced it too. So the one thing that happened at this um little get together that I think was the really the only reason they had this scene in there. Yeah. Was Again, everybody was asking kind of a random scene. Yeah, who's who are you bringing to the party? Who's going? Katie drops the bomb that she's bringing a new man. That she's kind of been hanging out with. So yeah. she said it, it Definitely started off as like a just a hookup. Yeah. But she said she actually likes him. Dude's weird though. Satchel. His name is Satchel. I get it. He was named after what did she say? Satchel Page or something? I don't even know who that is. I really don't either. Um, um drop a comment if you know who Satchel yeah, Page is without I, Googling it. Yeah, don't Google it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we see him later on and he's not I don't know. Katie's not I'll like talk that about cute my... either, but I'll I don't give know. my thoughts later it on. Was, it, it just wasn't what I was expecting. You know when they were in Vegas and she was talking to that guy who looked like a tourist at the bar? Yes. I, that was, I was like, he's perfect for her. Like, vibe-wise, he felt perfect. This guy doesn't feel like he fits, but, you know, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, so after this, the Toms are over at Lisa's house. Lisa... This was heartbreaking such, for such me. a sad scene. Because her little mini horse or pony, mini pony, Rosé, died, and that was the younger one. Yeah. So they, she wanted to rescue one, um, and I think it had a baby, or there was a baby with it, and she ended up getting both. And this was the baby that died. Yeah. Like, it was six years old at the time, but still young. Yeah, she said it was young. Um, and Ken, never... this scene, like, she said it, she wasn't acting right, and Ken, like, hurried up and was getting her to the vet, and then she passed away, like, moments before he got there. Yeah. And we all know how much Lisa loves, not just her animals, but every animal. She's very big in, like, the Yulin Dog Festival and trying to get that to end in China and she has Vanderpump dogs. So, and I'm very attached to my animals as well. Um, I get very heartbroken over things that have to do with animals. So I have to say, I got teary eyed when this came on. I I didn't, but I could imagine that you did. Yes, because (laughs) it just was sad. So it looked like the Toms were coming over. They had flowers. So I'm guessing they were coming over just to like pay their respects. And it went south very yeah. quickly. I mean, they were definitely there to pay their respects, but they were also there to talk about what their plan was well, moving forward. I don't think they. I don't think that's what the intentions were. No? I, I truly think that they were supposed to be going over there just to like give her flowers and say I'm sorry. And then I think she brought up the restaurant, not knowing the 
way that this conversation was going to end up. Yeah. So it, it got they, very like, heated. Yeah. They like have a little beef with each other in this moment. I and loved every minute of it. I did too because <laughs> Sandoval Seamroll Schwartz all the time. He always, he always has. And Schwartz was coming at him a little bit and he was like, your priorities have not been straight and you've been just going to band practice and doing this and doing that and you're not helping. You haven't been there. Yep. And I've been saying this all along. That I don't, I feel like they've been complacent and I don't feel like they've been. And the thing is, Schwartz is not in the restaurant industry. Remember when he went to pump and tried to bartend like one night and had a whole entire panic attack and couldn't bartend. So reality is Schwartz is not the one with the restaurant experience. He probably has great ideas. You know, he, uh, but Sandoval is the one with more food and bev experience here. Right. Um, So if he has not been helping that makes a lot of sense. And Schwartz is probably walking around like he doesn't even know what to do. Yeah. Because he doesn't. You know, he's the wingman. That's what he is. He's so, the face. Yeah, it, it was just hilarious to me. And to see Schwartz that mad, like he... Sandoval's I've never seen like, him like that, I don't think. He's flipping out. We need to get open. We need to get open. And then Schwartz just tells him. he's like, And he tells you, him, you yelling the way you are right now isn't productive no. and it's not going to get anything open. You can't just keep yelling that you want it to open and not doing it. And he mentions like you're getting your nails yeah. done. He calls him out. He's he's like, um, you don't your actions don't back anything up. Um, or what did he say? You huff and puff, and your actions don't back anything up um, for the effort that you're putting out. And then he gives an example, and he's like, well, for example, we had to submit these menus, and the day that they were supposed to be submitted, you're out getting your nails done. <laughs> And then you have a band practice. Yeah, and this and idiot. And then call him at midnight talking about he's been so busy I couldn't get get it done. Yeah, and this idiot Sandoval in his confessional says something like, "Well, I don't think Schwartz wants me walking around with chipped fingernails." What? Like nobody cares about your stupid fingernails. Dude. What in the world is happening where that is what his priority is? I am so confused because as a female, I'm telling you right now, I will walk around with chipped fingernails all day long to get work done. Yeah, I don't know. It's his image that he's all—he's always so worried about. Yeah, but the image is so skeezy. He's like sweaty, skeezy porn star look. Like it's—I yeah. don't know. He—I've never thought he had the best image. You know what's interesting too? I've been wanting to say this, and I haven't been able to. I went on um, Netflix because they put up the very early episodes of The Hills. I was a big Laguna Beach fan, big Hills fan back in the day, and I was watching Lauren on a um, modeling shoot. You guys have to go watch. I will have to figure out which episode it was. But um, Sandoval was on it. Yeah. He was one of the models coming for like this swimwear shoot or whatever. And I paused it and took a screen. I sent it to you. Remember yeah. you were at work and I was like, oh, my God, look at Sandoval. Like back in the day, it was just so interesting. So I just wanted to drop that in there because now that we have all this reality TV, we go back and we watch some of these original like reality tv shows that were like the they started reality tv back then you know yeah and it was just so funny to see people that i recognized yeah, he was he was there yeah trying to get his uh he his... was there for a modeling gig anyway little side note but i thought it was interesting yeah so next scene um again very uncomfortable and weird to watch so we're yeah. back at tom and ariana's house this sucked and she's talking about him doing a deposit now that she's not talking about money. She's talking about sperm. Yeah, so she froze her eggs a while back, and we all, like, well, not we all know. I don't want to say that. But most females, because I feel like fertility is such a big topic nowadays, and there's so many things that, you know, people are doing so that we don't feel like we have this biological clock, like, ticking at our doorstep. So she froze her eggs a while back, but if you are not aware, it's, apparently better to freeze embryos right over eggs there's more of a chance of them surviving and working yeah, has better so she like wants to turn them into embryos and uh, i just i'm wondering if they ever did this oh that's interesting you know like because he's saying like what it, and he says i mean she never wanted to have kids anyway so like even if he did fertilize these eggs she's probably but just then, like all right burn them but what happens all right, so if you have eggs, fro- you know, frozen, they're your eggs. So, like, the guy has no say in what you do with them. Right. If it's embryos, does the guy have a say? I don't know. Depends on the situation. Maybe he has to sign off. I'm sure there's paperwork and all sorts of And also, of stuff. like, I hope she didn't turn all of them into embryos. Yeah, I don't know. And if she did, 
And it's time oh, well. to freeze some more eggs yeah. that are not with Sandoval. So that was just an interesting... It was really hard to watch. And also, um, I know that... I, I still never watched this Howie Mandel thing. But from what I've read, Sandoval was saying that every time he tried to break up with her, then she would get like really nice to him and say, like, well, maybe I do want to get married one day and whatever. And I was kind of wondering if this scene was a piggyback off of a fight. Well, where you could she was, see, he was the, some of the things that he was saying. That he kinda, said he feels like she gets annoyed with him yeah, all the time. And it seemed like it was about to be a fight. I think it was a piggyback off of one. I'm going okay. to assume that based off what he said, where he said where he would like try to break up with her, and then she wouldn't want to break up, and then she would say things like, "Well, maybe I do want to get married and have kids one day." So I'm wondering if they had some sort of explosive blowout, and then this embryo topic like came back up because it, it happened in a re- last reunion where she said that she wanted to turn them into embryos. And he was like, what win? Like I would have gone and done that. Like if I knew that. And she was like, I told you that. And he was like, well then I need to get on that. And, that and then he still, still never season. did. So I don't know. And uh, Hopefully listen, he didn't. not that I'm a, a fan of Sandoval, but if they've been having issues, I kind of understand why he wouldn't be running to go turn these into embryos. Yeah. Especially if he knows what the hell he's doing behind the scenes. And from his story, like that they were not really in a good spot in a relationship. They were kind of like coexisting in this house, living their own lives. Yeah, so, like, that if happens that is sometimes true, though. And that doesn't mean you're broken up. No, but and that he doesn't was mean you have an affair in the space where he wanted to be. Right, and that's why I think that maybe he was not running out to turn them into embryos. And I'm just wondering, like, if that ever happened. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever find out. I know. So after this scene, um, James and Allie are getting ready for Lala's party, and Allie tells him that she kind of started something the other night. Yeah. Um, so now we know where this information came from. Yeah. So she Allie was the mentioned one. it to all the other girls that she saw Sandoval and Raquel at the Abbey at 1 a.m. Dancing, dancing together. like closely together. And she said that if it were her, she would be uncomfortable with it. Well, yeah, I mean, he's there without his girlfriend. And that's and, what she was thinking, I guess. Like, yeah. well, where is Ariana? You know what I mean? And So, um, and this is what I kind of don't understand either. Like, even if it wasn't Allie, like, you are somewhat of a celebrity. So, like, you don't think someone's going to see you? Well, but And do you think that people wouldn't think anything of it? Because it's, like, another cast member? But, like, no, if you're dancing closely together, it's like people are going to speculate. It is, but Tom has this quote uh, air quote um open relationship so I he always kind of thinks he can fall back on this no but ariana has said over and over again they 100 percent do not have an open relationship uh, i'm also wondering if that was just sandoval trying to push that narrative so that he, he didn't look he like he was doing something wrong right I don't think on Ariana's end, it was ever like she wanted an open relationship. Yeah. And I think it was Sandoval maybe pushing that because like he said on that podcast that they kind of have a brand. Like the Tom yeah. and Ariana are kind of a brand now. So maybe he was pushing to have an open relationship. Like, hey, like we're good together brand wise, but like I want to hook up with other people. And I don't think Ariana was into it. Probably not. So that's what I that's just my assumption where this term came from. And why there's always this conflict of some people saying that they have an open relationship and Ariana saying they don't. Hmm. Because James said that, didn't he? Yeah. Like he it had gets kind of awkward. Too. Like if you have like an open relationship, like you don't really know where the boundaries are, I guess. I don't know. Like, but I don't think I don't think it was um both of them. Yeah. So this little tidbit of information will come up later on. Yep. Um but so Sheena and Brock are over at Raquel's place. No, I think Raquel's at theirs. Oh, okay. So that was... Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think that no. was her spot. No, was it hers? I'm trying to picture the... And they walked in the door together. And Oh, yeah, right. And they walked yeah, in the door. You're right, because her dog was there. And I just had I had to relive that moment in my mind <laughs> and watch my boy Brock yeah. walking through the door. I kind of really like Brock. I like Brock a lot, feeling Brock. So they're hanging out over there. Um, and they're talking and about Oliver. Talking about Oliver. From Vegas. Yeah, so, um, you know, Raquel made out with him when they were in Vegas, and Lala seemed a little jealous. And then I guess his, he's saying he was separated at the time, and she, his wife is saying they were not. And she went on social media 
and was kind of calling out like Oliver for apparently hooking up with a lot of people and saying they're separated and they're not. And she like called out Raquel. So Raquel was getting like a lot of hate on the internet and being called a mistress and all these things. And that whole like kind of end of this episode is riding on this mistress thing because, you know, Lala's having a field day with it. Oh, she's loving Um, it. But she says like that Oliver's in town and they're supposed to be going on a date and she doesn't like know what to do now. And Brock like just says like maybe like just ask her and Sheena's like yeah like you know she's gonna respond to you like if you just ask and I wasn't expecting this at all dude Raquel calls her yeah calls the wife and you don't hear any of the conversation you can see her on the phone you can see Raquel's um part of the conversation but you don't hear her so I'm guessing maybe there wasn't consent to play what she had to say maybe she was okay with hearing what Raquel was saying but she didn't want her so Raquel uh you know finds out that there was a lot going on and they, apparently he went home like that night that he made out with Raquel. Apparently he went home and like slept with his wife. Yeah. So uh, awkward. And Sheena says like, cause she's like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm supposed to be going on a date. And Sheena's like, well, I would, because I think you need to confront him in person about it. Like I yep. agree with that too. And I actually liked this moment with Brock and Sheena, like telling her, like, well, just ask her like, and don't like, if she's calling you out online, like, you know, you, you have to just go off the information you were given, right? If he said he was separated and you thought he was, like, it sucks, but it's not really on you. It sucks that you're drug into it. Right. And Sheena's been through this before, right? We Sheena was hooking Sheena's up with Eddie Cibrian <laughs> when he was with Brandy. And honestly, Vanderpump Rules started off of Sheena pretty much. So, like, they all have Sheena to thank because there was a moment in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because Lisa, Vanderpump, and Brandy were good friends at the time. Sheena worked for Lisa Vanderpump and it was kind of like an awkward thing where like sometimes Lisa would have bartenders or servers come and Brandy would always say, I do not want Sheena at any event that I'm at. So Lisa kind of pushed her to maybe go have a conversation with Sheena. We saw it on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She sat down with Sheena. Next thing you know, there's a show called Vanderpump Rules. And I felt like that was the moment that tied that together. The Sheena mistress moment. Yeah. (laughs) So, um... What are we talking about? Oh, um, the one thing that stood out to me. <laughs> what are we talking about? The one thing that stood out to me in this before we switch into the next episode is Raquel, when she's talking about this, she's like, oh, I just hate to be in this position. Mm. And here we are foreshadowing a little bit like you're in this position now. Oh, honey, just wait. Just wait. But this position with Sandoval was like already happening as well. Right. And that's you know what? This was what this was. Because I said, I've, I've been trying to separate in episodes, like, the information that I know. And I'm trying to, like, take Raquel in previous episodes. Like, what if I didn't know this about her, right? And I've been rooting for her still, like, trying to block, like, okay, forget that she's hooking up with Sandoval. How would I feel about her in this moment if I didn't have that info, right? And it, in this one episode now, it's hard to be on her side because it's like if you did not realize what you were doing was wrong. You think that there would have been a lot of things happening right now, making you realize what you're doing is wrong, specifically this situation. Right. If this Oliver situation did not make her have like a light bulb go off, like, you know what? <laughs> Look how hurt this wife got in this situation with Oliver. And it was just a freaking makeout. And I thought they were separated. If that did not make you realize you were doing something a lot worse, th- you're a disgusting person. Cause like maybe she didn't realize that what she was doing was so horribly wrong. But this would have been the moment to make you realize, like, I should not be hooking up with Sandoval either. Yeah. Because somebody else is going to end up getting really hurt and somebody you're friends with, not some stranger that you don't know. I feel like Sandoval kind of manipulated her I a lot too because to make her think, like, oh, we're not in a good spot. Oh, I'm yeah. going to break up with her. I do, too. We'll be fine. And, and it's, I mean, she needs to think on her own. But you know what? Like, when you're in that type of moment, and this person's telling you, like, oh, it's, it's well, not working. I'm and trying it's to not, move on. not out of the question for her because we kind of saw it with James. Like, we saw a lot of red flags with her and James. Yeah. And she just kept, like, being with him and staying with him until she couldn't take it anymore. So it is obvious that she's probably easily manipulated. And it's obvious that she gets her sense of self-worth. From, like, what people think of her. Yeah. Um, And I think that Sandoval, he's good at making people feel good when he wants to. Yeah. You know? He, he definitely somet- we've seen sometimes him. has yeah, a Yeah, well, with, with Ariana, we've seen him in the in the past when they were in a better place. Him being very empathetic and sweet and there for her. We haven't seen that lately. 
But, you know, we know that he can have that side to him. So the next scene, um, everybody is arriving at Lala's party. Mm -hmm. um, and Katie shows up with her bag. I mean, satchel. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, what is up with this guy? The high water pants. Did you see his belt? Hanging down in front of his pants like he's in the 90s. Yeah. Like, we used to do that in like the early 90s. And I the never, grunge era. Yeah. That was like a thing. Yeah. Like instead of tucking your belt in, you would just let it hang down the Oh front. my God. Please get into what Sheena said because that's exactly oh. what I was thinking. She took the words directly from my brain. She She's kind of like making fun of him a little bit. And she says, he looks like he just got groomed at Vanderpump Dogs. Yes. I am right. dead when I, she said that. And <laughs> listen, I thought the same thing with his little poodle haircut yeah. because I am a hairstylist. That is my thing. So I hate to sound shallow or vain, but the first thing I do is look at what someone looks at, like, looks like, you know, especially when it comes to your hair. But this guy's, they're in L.A. And like, this is, this this guy is like, I that's his image. Yeah, it's I am not awkward. getting it. And him and Katie didn't look super into each other either. Oh, he's super into Katie. But you she, think? Well, yeah, he was trying to like lean over and like kiss her. I don't know. He said like I, whispering I, to her. I saw him she doing that. She was not really... I saw it. him doing it, but I I did not see a spark. I don't know. She said she was she came for the D, and stayed for the conversation. Stayed for the conversation. I mean, I guess it the she D does was like, good enough. I guess she she does like nerdy guys. She does. But I wasn't picturing that type of nerd. I was yeah. picturing more picturing more of like a hipster nerd, not like an actual nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he looks like he lives in his mom's basement and plays Atari. Yeah. So they, they kind of gave us this little piece of, um, like, snippet, I a guess. A little golden nugget. A little nugget. And uh, then they cut right over to Raquel and Oliver where they're meeting up for their dates. Again, this did not go well. It didn't go and well. And you I know was what? proud of her in this moment. And yeah. that's why I'm like, God, like, you realize how wrong this was. And uh, Oliver must have known like she was gonna say something or he just well he's like i don't know if you saw there's a lot of stuff going on with the internet i mean she i'm pretty sure his wife tagged her in stories right so if he saw that she tagged raquel in stories i know that he, yeah, knows that he she needs saw. To, he needs to come and she's like yeah and she admits <clears throat> it like she had a conversation with samantha that's her name right i think samantha i think and um, that and she's like, you know, she told me like the night after we made out that you went home and like slept with her. And he said he did not. Like, he looked like he was freaking lying. He said he, he's like, oh, well, maybe it was maybe a it was a couple of days, days later. And you know what? It Come doesn't on. matter. And she goes, well, doesn't don't matter. you think that that's probably confusing for her and like leading her on? And he's like, yeah, like I didn't handle it appropriately and I didn't make like the best decisions. And he's like, and I understand if like you don't want to. And she's like, yeah, I don't like I and she leaves. Yeah, she this gets whole up and thing. Leaves. And, you know, this is why I'm pissed at her, because you see her being acknowledgeable of this woman's feelings and how wrong this situation is. And it was just a makeout. Right. We're not talking about multiple hangouts. We are not talking about like sleeping together. We are not talking about like an ongoing thing. And this is where I got so pissed off. And also because this segues into she calls Sheena and right. wants to know if they're still at this restaurant for Lala's birthday. And she's like, I need to talk to Lala. I already know where this was going with the title Mistress in Distress right. because she kept calling Lala a mistress and now she's being called a mistress. So I'm like, oh, she's going to want to have a conversation and apologize. Yeah. And that again. How wrong is that where she's even acknowledging how bad she feels for calling Lala a mistress and how easy it is to be in that situation and then finding herself again being a mistress yeah. with Sandoval. So it's like that's why I'm like where like how hard do we have to beat you over the head for you to get it? Like I don't you can't pick and choose when the situation's OK. Right. It's never OK. And if this was not the the defining moment for her then that's it for her. She's donezo for me. We're going back to Kristen Cavallari. My car is donezo. Raquel is donezo in my <laughs> eyes. I was still kind of rooting for her, still trying to separate my feelings about the affair to like how would I just authentically feel about her in this moment. And for me, it's done. This is it. This yeah. episode was it for me, for her and Sandoval, because Sandoval just seems so evil, conniving, and skeezy in this episode in every single scene, even with Schwartz. Like, yeah. those scenes. Like, I hated him in every scene. So I feel like 
we are starting to see those true colors. And from here on out, we're going to see them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you said it. Raquel is heading over to this party to talk to Lala. And, you know, she gets there. And <laughs> I love Lala's reaction as soon as Raquel, like, What's up, out. mistress? Hey, mistress. <laughs> like, that's me. And I hate, I hate Lala because I feel like she's so trash sometimes. But, like, the way she handled that 100% is what I would have done. Yeah. So I didn't hate her for it. Um, but she I did give her the time of day, which was cool. They like had the a conversation moment. that they had was a really good conversation. Well, yeah, and it, it, I was actually surprised with Lala I was. in I, that moment, and I liked her in that moment. Like she actually said, "Like you're not a mistress, and these guys are manipulative, and you know they tell you one thing and that's not what's going on, and don't let people call you that." And like they hugged it out, right. and it felt good. But this moment between Katie and Tom is what I need to get to. So while they're out there talking. So we're going to go back. Remember this comment that Allie made to James about how she thinks she might have started something mentioning seeing Tom and Raquel at the Abbey. So Katie takes it and runs with it. Oh, yeah. And she's having this convo with Sandoval. And she's like, says, what did she say? She mentions it. She just says it, right? Yeah, she just says... um, Something about like, because it's okay for you to be at the Abbey with Raquel at like one o'clock in the morning or something. And he's yeah. like, "Oh, get like enough of that narrative. Like, what is that narrative? He's that's just what that to, makes like, dismiss me." It. But he said he wasn't just like, "Oh, like let's, like don't talk about that." He said like that's enough of that narrative. Didn't he say something like that? I got I was I got the feeling that this wasn't the first time it's been brought up to him because Possibly. it felt like he seemed annoyed. He was like this again, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it felt like that. And, like, so, okay, so going back, was that the, they were there after Vegas, right? That was boys' night at the Abbey. No, that was that the Mondrian. The Abbey is somewhere oh, else. See, I, I was don't think thinking, we saw this. Because, on the show. no, so this is, okay, so I had that wrong. So, no, I'm wrong then because I was sitting here thinking, oh, was this the night after Vegas? And because I think that that was the one night stand that Schwartz was talking about right. in Mondrian. And that I was connecting these two. So this is a separate incident. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe that's why he was annoyed because I think like maybe that one night stand thing kind of came out and then it was he just tried to play it off as a one time thing. But I'm wrong. So this is a whole other situation that he seems like he's sick of hearing about. Yeah. It's a vibe I got. He didn't say, like, I'm sick of hearing about this, but it seemed like he was, like, enough of this narrative. But maybe that was because of the Mondrian. Maybe that got brought up and maybe, like... Well, he's probably... I mean, people are probably starting to approach him now. I think enough situations have happened and enough people have probably seen something. Because, like I said, it's like, even if it's not someone in the friend group, people see it all the time. Like, people have taken videos of Justin Timberlake being inappropriate towards women out drunk places, like, without Jessica Biel. So it's like, uh, it could be a fan. You know what I mean? Like, people have probably seen things. So I think I was just getting the vibe that he was so annoyed. And he just seems like such a dick in this. You could tell, like, the guilt is written all over. Yes. And the guilt is written all over his face. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's very obvious that he's guilty. And he's, it's very, it's very obvious. He's so pissed off at Katie for even mentioning it. So then that was really it, right? Like, that's it. The episode ended with Lala and um, Raquel, like, hugging it out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Lala told her, she said, "Um, you, my friend, are not a mistress, and don't let anyone tell you that you are. But she still is. Yep. So let us know how you felt about this. I really wasn't expecting to see Sandoval so many times in this episode, but... I'm glad I did because I really picked up on the shift in the air. Like it was just between him and Raquel in this episode. I and like just flat out started hating both of them. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna explode a little bit more in the next few episodes. So I'm yeah, excited to see what's Yeah, I think the reunion. I want to say the reunion airs like May 24th or something like that. Okay. Um. So we're very close. Yeah. To wrapping this whole thing up. And uh, I know y'all saw this picture of Sandoval out and about on the town with Billy Lee. I know you did. Billy Lee has not been on the show for a while. Now, let me just say this. I am a huge advocate for the LGBTQ community. Um, I am very big in being supportive 
and inclusive to absolutely everybody. That is a community that is very near and dear to my heart. So I have nothing against Billy Lee for being trans at all. But Billy Lee is 100% a douche and a clout chaser. And it has nothing to do with her being trans, but it has everything to do with her personality. And she said for the past couple of years that she hates everybody on Vanderpump Rules and wants nothing to do with it. And it's like, man, you did not waste any time being ready to film scenes with Sandoval next season, did you? Yeah. And we know no one's going to be on Sandoval's side, you know? So, like, I think he's literally grasping at straws right now. Like, who can I get to hang out with me? And it also sucks because Billy, like Ariana was always a huge advocate for Billy Lee. Yeah. Always stuck up for her because Jax hated did. her. And again, oh man, I hate to say Jax called it, but Jax called it years ago. He said like, because everyone was giving him heat because he's made some comments and he's done some things in the past that have seemed a bit homophobic. So when he hated Billy Lee, everybody assumed it was because Billy Lee was trans and he flat out said, I don't care. Like I'm half naked in the pride parade every year. I have nothing against her for being who she is. I have everything against her for her personality mm. and who she is as a person. And I'm like, damn, Jax was right. Because <laughs> the, the second, and listen, I've never, like I thought she was a little bit annoying, but I didn't dislike her. Right. I thought she was a clout chaser. I mean, I didn't sure. see enough of her in those episodes. That was a few seasons she ago. She would do like drag brunches at yeah. certain stuff and they were cool. Like it seemed cool, but I definitely always felt like she was a clout chaser. And... That is solidified, seeing these pictures with Sandoval. And if you haven't seen them, look at them because the Joker smile is present. Oh, yeah. My God, how evil did he look? You know what? Let's just insert the picture right here. Yeah. I'm not even going to make you look for it. Here they are hanging out. So I am just going to put this out there from that you heard it here first. Billy Lee will be on the next season. Because oh, nobody sure. is going to film with Sandoval. I wonder if Sandoval's going to be on the next season. He will. They Bravo oh, I mean, like is much? not going to waste this opportunity no. to have this many people tuning in. But I mean, how much are they going to have him? Oh, <clears> it doesn't matter. On. Look at all the stuff Jax did and they just still put him there. Yeah. Like with everybody. They hated him all the time. It was only until he made racially insensitive comments online that he got taken off the show. It was never for how he was on the show. Right. <laughs> so Sandoval will still be on there. But I know like they've all said they don't want to film with him. So we'll see how that goes down. Yeah. So I guess his scenes will be with Billy Lee and Billy Lee only. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Tell us what you think, and we will see you on the next episode of Adios. Next.